Rock and Roll American Football Podcast. Absolute Radio. Happy New Year, etc., etc. It's another edition of Rock and Roll American Football. I'm Jay Lawrence. I am on the Todd again. Uh, Carter is uh, actually in America right now for uh, one reason or another. Hopefully, I'm hoping that he's going to be able to uh, join me again before the end of the season. Uh, we will see. Um, I am going to just just give him two cents, though. I'll keep it, you know, f- fairly short. Um, but, you know, there are some things to talk about. There's some things that I'm sure that you have heard about already. There's some things involving Antonio Brown that I'm sure you've heard about. There's the fact that it's the last week of the regular season coming up. Uh, and, of course, there is a... There's a really bizarre happening in Washington as well that occurred uh, over the last weekend as though as well that I want to uh, that I want to talk about. But I'll start with Antonio Brown and the bizarre occurrence that uh, happened in the Jets Bucks game the other day. And I won't go into too much detail about what happened. I guess we know what happened by now. Uh, Antonio Brown seemed to have a, a sort of tiff on the sideline with Bruce Arians that basically involved uh, with uh, Brown storming um, off the sideline stripping down basically half naked and a little dance jig on the field before going home uh, and then um, and then Bruce Arian saying that he's no longer a buccaneer now I guess that what I would want to focus on now is not so much what does the future hold for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because Antonio Brown was in my mind an absolute uh, addition for them on the field Um and we know it will it will harm them to an extent, despite the fact that they do have good receivers, though very injured ones, some that won't actually make an appearance this season. Um, it's more the case of what happens next for Antonio Brown. It's a weird one. He has so many reasons not to sign him if you are a team. From the likes of uh, everything that happened, you know, years ago when he was still a Steeler, going into that bizarre occurrence when he was uh, an Oakland Raider for, well, I don't even, he didn't even appear for them, did he? And then everything that happened whilst he was a New England Patriot for approximately a game. I won't go into all of it, but some of which is uh, particularly bad. That said. We know time and time again in the NFL, teams will, yes, they'll look at the off the field character, but what they do on the field matters more. The production matters more. Is this the last time that we see Antonio Brown? That might be the last strike. However, he is a talented player. There's no doubt about it. He might be in his 30s now, but there was you know, no doubt in my mind a few years ago that he was going to become a Hall of Famer player. Antonio Brown is still good enough to play in the NFL. I don't think that's an argument, really, whatsoever. It's just about whether any team is, is ready to take a flyer on him, you know, potentially even for the playoffs this year. You might find that maybe a receiver goes down for, for a team and they need somebody to, to fill that gap, or maybe we're looking ahead at next season. The thing is with Antonio Brown, he's so talented. Yes, as I say, he's in his 30s, but he could take another year off. Teams would still be interested in in a player with his talent. It's just everything that comes with it. It's the baggage that comes with it. So it's no surprise to me that um, something else has happened in Antonio Brown's career off the field, which has caused him to be off of a team. It's not really much of a surprise. It's what happens next in his career that might be interesting. Because if he does get signed by a team, 
that will be um that will make i think that will make mini shockwaves around the league it will be like all oh, right okay okay here we go here we go again antonio brown no longer a buccaneer will he go anywhere else would you want him on your team i guess that's a question is it would you want him on your team Jalen Hurts is somebody that uh, a lot of people in the summer were sort of down on a little bit, weren't they? Jalen Hurts, the uh, quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles, he only uh, came into the league the, the year before that, and now he was he was the starter basically for the Eagles, or looked to be the starter for the Eagles with them. Uh, Nick Sirianni coming in as head coach. Uh, th- uh, Jalen Hurts had a successful game uh, against the Washington football team just the other day. Uh, so successful that he was walking off the team. He was, you know, looking at the people who, uh, the, the fans, the, the Philly fans who were, you know, adoring him as he was walking down the tunnel and then the tunnel collapsed. If you have not seen this video, I'd go and suggest to uh, check it out because he is literally just about to walk down that tunnel and the whole tunnel sort of collapses. So many people end up being on the floor. Thankfully, nobody got seriously injured, but there were people that were injured. Uh, and Jalen Hurts has now calls for, called for um, action after the railing collapse. A really bizarre scenario. He says uh, that he would like to know what safeguards the NFL and the Washington football team are implementing to prevent this from ever occurring in the future. What happened on Sunday put both fans and players unnecessarily at risk. Yeah, it did. I'm not being funny, but this is a scenario that must occur every single week in the NFL in Washington when people are trying to get autographs, they're saying hello to their favorite teams. Yes, there's going to be a pressure, I'm sure, on the actual, uh, you know, the infrastructure, the, the the railings that are holding that are holding everybody up. Of course there are, but that's what they're made for. They're made for that, and that's what the idea is that they exist in the first place, that they can withhold that pressure. So, in a week, you know, it's hardly the Super Bowl, is it? Do you know what I mean? In a week 17 game, you know, it was a good win for the Philly. They did need it. But still, you know, the, the drama wasn't exceptionally high. There wasn't an exceptionally large clamour to get an autograph of Jalen Hurts or whatever. Do you know what I mean? This should never have happened. Uh, as I say, thankfully, nobody is seriously injured. But please, it, it is a weird, though, what happened. They, they fall to the floor. Fans fall to the floor and then get up immediately and then basically just... Uh, <laughs> just ask for a uh, and ask for an autograph or get a photo or something like that. Uh, it's funny. And do you know what? I also want to talk about, of course, the playoff implications for Week 18. And there are some, and it, it's been a really good season in the respect that it's been up and down, up and down all year uh, in the NFL. There's not been any team that's been like definitely the best team. Now it looks to be. Uh, the Green Bay Packers, uh, they are in the number one uh, position in the NFC right now. In the AFC, you've got the Tennessee Titans uh, in the number one seed, which is, well, it's, just, it's the truth. I'm not saying they necessarily deserve it, in my opinion, but still. Uh, so what is occurring and what do we need to look at? Well, of course, we need to look at the, you know, the seeding and, you know, who's going to play what. And, and after everything happened a couple of years ago, where only the number one seed gets uh, that buy, it becomes more important than ever, doesn't it, to actually find out where you're going to be placed and, and you know, exactly where you're going to be uh, and, and really endeavour to try and get that number one spot. And the Chiefs could still do it in the AFC. The Chiefs could still become that number one seed and, you know, this is a team that started really up and down and, and really got their stride with that long winning streak. 
uh, until they eventually lost against the Cincinnati Bengals in the uh, in that last game. Uh, but they could still get that number one uh, position if the Tennessee Titans uh, fail to win against the Texans and the Chiefs beat the Broncos. Uh, I think there's still the Titans to lose in that situation, really. And, you know, there's always that chat. And there will be that chat over the next couple of weeks. When is Derek Henry returning? And all of that sort of business, uh, which is actually important. I make fun of it, but it's still it's very important, to be honest with you. Uh, in the NFC, the Packers just need to beat the Lions and then they will guarantee themselves number one spot in the NFC. The Rams, who are currently the number two spot, they still don't necessarily have it all locked up there because they've got the Cardinals, who are only a game behind them uh, in, in in the NFC West. And so the Cardinals eventually, if they if they win against the Seahawks and the Rams lose against the 49ers, well, then the Cardinals become the the second seed and the Rams become the fifth seed. So it's actually a massive reason for the Rams to beat the 49ers, uh, which is uh, going to be, unfortunately, pretty devastating for 49ers fans if they end up losing and the Saints end up beating uh, the Falcons because that would mean that they would become the seventh seed, uh, the Saints, and the 49ers would be out of uh, of the running uh, in the NFC. Uh, what else have we got to uh, figure out in the uh, in the in the AFC? Well, the Colts are currently the sixth seed. They just need to beat the Jaguars, which you would assume is sort of fine <laughs> to guarantee themselves a spot uh, in the AFC playoffs. And then, and this is the interesting one. I, I, this is this is the game of the the game of the uh, the week. It's the Los Angeles Chargers versus the Oakland Raiders. Uh, sorry, the, the, the Las Vegas Raiders, even. And so they will be facing off each other. They've got the same. Uh, they've got the same um, record so far: nine and seven. It is essentially. It is essentially a win and in scenario for those two. If they can beat each other, they will be in the uh, in the playoffs. So only one of them can win. I'm sure that there's some bizarre scenario. Where if they draw, I bet there is as well. If they draw, then the Steelers can still manage to, you know, get in, or the the Ravens can still manage to get in. But I'm not going to go into all of that. Uh, and I'm sorry if I explain that very, very badly. Essentially, all I'm saying is that there are going to be a lot of situations in the NFL this weekend, which are quite exciting. And then we can look forward to the playoffs itself and who is going to be facing who. And then we're going to be very, very annoyed when we find out the team that we support is in the wild card round. At like 1.30 in the morning UK time. And you're like, please, it's like the most important game for years for my team. And then I don't really want to stay up till 5am. Maybe that's just how I feel every single time. It's like, oh, I'm going to have to stay up there. I'm going to be knackered the next day. Uh, anyway, look, that's going to be a very shortened version of Rock and Roll American Football for me today on a cold and wet and windy day in England. And I will see you when the playoffs have been decided uh, and then we can all look forward to the biggest game of our uh, NFL season coming down to like a 33 loss or something like that. And then we look forward to the draft. The Rock and Roll American Football Podcast. Absolute Radio.